And this is a brand new segment I'm introducing to the podcast series. It's going to be Praying the Scripture, where I will come on and I'll give a topic and we will pray the scripture. I learned this from IHOPKC under the leadership of Mike Bickle. Now, I'm not saying that Mike Bickle and I have a relationship. He probably has no idea that I even exist. But what I'm saying is from afar, I watched the leadership and model that he introduced that he saw revelatory from heaven, which he calls the harp and bowl model. It's the Davidic covenant. It's the tabernacle of David. And I learned a lot, um, maybe for a decade at least, or near a decade, just watching, worshiping the 24-7 worship and watching the the musicians and the artists pray scripture and pray the word. So what I would like to do for this specific episode, we just concluded the three-part series of 2020 Conclusion. And in that three-part series, I reviewed and went over the insights, revelations, and prophecies that I received from Holy Spirit, Yeshua, and Father, so Elohim, uh, three in one God, the Trinity. And it all began literally in November of 2019. Um, the word I received, I've shared this before, I'll be, I'll be succinct now. I received a word in December of, sorry, in November of 2019. It was late and I began to draw the word out over December and I begin to put it before the Father. When should I release this? Should I release it? Father, it's your word. You know, I never wanted to be one of those people who hear or perceive a word and just go with it immediately, especially when you're holding such gravity, right? When you're holding such weight with your voice. It doesn't matter what your title is. Now, that does play a role. It doesn't matter what your status is in society, although that also plays a role. But every single person's voice, because we're all influencers, although might not be leaders, we are all influencers. And what we say holds weight, especially in this decade of the voice, of the mouth, of the tongue, of breath. So you have to be very careful, all of us, not just you, universal, but me as well. We all must be very meticulous, and, and I practiced that before I actually put it out. I ruminated, I considered, I sat in the council room of Most High God and with Most High God until I felt a release. And the word simply, which began to be expounded upon from Scripture in Matthew chapter 12, but the word explicitly was, you cannot say whatever you want to say. And I, I heard clear as mud, so to speak, from Holy Spirit say that to me one day at work. And thus the word for the decade and 2020 came forward. So what I want to do now, after having explained that to you, I just want to give some brief highlights of things that what 2020 was supposed to look like as far as the sons of God in submission, uh, more so honor to the Father and what we were supposed to accomplish and what we were supposed to do. And I want to pray for us. I want to pray for the United States of America. I want to pray for the nations. I want to pray for the nations of people, not just the church, because what the Father is doing in this hour and this season is very mighty, and he's calling all of his sons just as it says in Hosea. He's calling them from the north, the south, the east, and the west, and he want, and also in Isaiah. He wants a return. It's about covenant. So I'm going to talk about some things with light. 
I'm going, well, rephrase that, excuse me. I'm going to pray about some things concerning light. I'm going to pray about some things concerning, concerning restoration. And I'm going to pray about some things concerning wisdom as well as warfare and our birthright. Praying from Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 14. The disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. And Jesus said, pray then in this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. I'm reading from the Passion, sorry, the Amplified Version. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Verse 14. For if you forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, nurturing your hurt and anger with the result that it interferes with your relationship with God, then your Father will not forgive your trespasses. Father, I stand in the gap on behalf of the United States of America, Father, this prophet nation. And this forgiveness is something that the prophet deals with and struggles with. It was the first principle, Father, that you taught us that came out of the mouth of your son, Jesus, on the cross. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So, Father, I ask in every manner, where we here, we your people here in this nation, we have failed to forgive others. We have set and festered and resentment and hurt. We have nurtured anger as scripture tells us. Father, I ask that you would remove that out of us. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would grow, that you would, re, that you would replate, sorry, replace that with your fruit that you would replace that with long-suffering and gentleness and patience, that you would replace that with kindness and that you would replace that with love, that we would not hold on or harbor anything that would interfere with our relationship with Father. Father, I remind you of your word that you showed us all back in the Old Testament about the brazen altar, which is exactly what Yeshua did. In the New Testament, Father, the brazen altar was for a sacrifice that you would accept and then there would be a cleansing from being made whole. Father, I say right now that I stand in the gap of this nation where we have harbored offenses and where we have failed to bring you a sacrifice like Jacob did with his prized possession, his son. We have held on to resentment and hurt and bitterness, Father, wrong, not letting it go like prized possessions. Father, I repent. I confess it. I call it wrong. I say it is not a part of the fruit of the spirit. It is not a part of the life and godliness. It is not a part of who you have called your sons and daughters to emulate who you are. Father, I confess and I announce right now by the Spirit in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, Father, that we are representatives of Yeshua. We are filled with Holy Spirit. We are not filled with the root of bitterness, with the root of offense, and with the root of revenge. Father, I ask that you would remove every tear Every system that has enmeshed and embedded itself in the bed with your sons and daughters, with the wheat, 
Father, that you would so divinely and sovereignly pluck that up. Father, I thank you that this year was a testament of passing through the fire, that those ones, that those things would be tried and true and made proved in the launderer's soap and the refiner's fire. So, Father, I pray again for your people here in this nation as we have led the nations this year. Father, that you would forgive us, that you would forgive us here in this nation of our debts. And Father, give us the ability. We don't have it without you, Father. We don't know how to do it without you, Father. Your word says, teach us how to walk in your ways and unite us to fear only you. Holy Spirit, a part of your role, a part of what you do is to bridge us with the Son, is to reveal the Son to us. It's to make the word come alive in us. It's to bring the revelation. It's to make us one. So Holy Spirit, I say, unite us in forgiveness. Unite us in the marriage. Unite us in the death in the resurrection, in the ascension power that you lived and did through Yeshua with forgiveness. I say we here in this nation, we lay it down. I submit resentment and unforgiveness, holding on to trespasses at the cross. I curse it as the cross itself was a curse. Jesus, you became a curse for those who were cursed so that they would not be cursed. I curse unforgiveness right now by the power of the cross and I bless with the fruit of the resurrection and the death and the ascension, the rising power of Holy Spirit in us. I cry out for the anointing to forgive. Holy Spirit, give us the anointing to forgive. Let the anointing permeate and saturate and fill and infiltrate, break in every home, every person, every stronghold, every mind, every will, every emotion. Let it go into the sediment in this nation that we will be lovers of Yahweh. Father, that as your word says, they will know you by your love for one another. Fill us, Holy Spirit, with the fruit of love. I announce and I confess right now that we here in the United States of America, regardless of the trespass, we let it go. We choose the the better thing. We choose the mightier thing. We choose the weightier thing and we forgive as we have been forgiven in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praying from Luke chapter 11 verses 33 through 36. Jesus is saying, no one lights a lamp and then puts it in a cellar, nor under a basket, hiding the light, but instead it is put on the lampstand so that those who come in may see the light. The eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is clear, spiritually perceptive, focused on God, your whole body also is full of light, benefiting from God's precepts. But when it is bad, spiritually blind, your body also is full of darkness, devoid of God's word. Be careful, therefore, that the light that is in you is not darkness. So if your whole body is illuminated with no dark part, it will be entirely bright with light, as when the lamp gives you light with its bright 
raise. Father, your word tells us that we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. Father, your word tells us that we are victorious, the church that is luminous, shining brightly in the sun. Your word tells us in the New Testament, according to Ephesians chapter 2, that your son was the mystery revealed so that he would be the head of the united body. Father, purify your sons and your daughters where we're disjointed because of darkness filling us, where we're fuming at the mouths and using our mouths as sharp instruments and weapons against our brothers because the light in us is perverted. The light in us is dark. I ask, Father, that you would restore salvation to us by your Holy Spirit, that Holy Spirit, you would rekindle the fire and fan into flame the embers of pure fire, the embers of pure holy light so that our lampstand may be seen as true light amongst the nations, amongst society, amongst the culture, so that we would be able to rightly, purely, wholly perceive, be focused on God, those things that are spiritual and natural so that our entire being benefits from God's word. Holy Spirit, fill us with God's word. I ask right now in the name of Jesus, I say in this nation, in the nations, the people of God will be filled with the precepts of God. Father, remove every false doctrine. Remove every false work out of us. Father, the things that we thought we knew, the things that we went forward full steam ahead in our own volition, in our own wills. Father, I ask that you would allay your judgment, that you would allay your anger, that you would allay your grief, and that the balm of Gilead would come and heal those areas and restore spiritual sight. Let our lights not grow dim. Let us not look like the world. Father, purify your church. Purify your vision. Put yourself on our eyes. I cry out right now in Jesus' name here in this nation. Put yourself on the people's hearts, Father God. Turn us around. You are the God of the turning round. Father, I ask that you loose the angel tipping point, that you would loose the angel turnaround, that they would come and shift now, shift now, shift now, that the playing field would be level for the children of God, that this is an opportune time, as your word says in the New Testament for Paul, it was an opportune time. A window of opportunity was open for him. I loose you right now in the name of Jesus tipping point that this is an opportune time for those who have their eyes awakened, for those who have their ears tuned into what the spirit of Yahweh is saying, Go forward. And Father, I ask that you would loose turning point. That breakthrough, 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 breakthrough will come where there could not be a way except El Gabor, except the God of miracles, unless you did it, unless your grace came, unless your loving kindness and strength came, it could not be done. I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would lose turning point so that he would break the bondage. He would break the change. He would break those things that it was said. It's impossible. I could never come out of this. I could never be better than what I am. I will always be defeated. I will always be this way. I thank you right now for the divine turnaround. I thank you for the divine shift that you have assigned the angel 
breakthrough, also known as turning point. Father, illuminate our body with the spirit. Illuminate our body with the fruit of righteousness. Illuminate our body with the spirit of light and remove the spirit of error. Right now, I serve the spirit of error rampant in the church, rampant in this nation of America. I call you out and I serve you notice. I say you must appear before the just judge in heaven's courts. And I issue your verdict by the spirit that you have been served notice and you must evacuate. You, you must be, you will be evicted right now in the name of Jesus, not evacuate. I evict you right now in the name of Jesus. You must flee because God has arisen. Now, father, I loosen all of your people. I loosen all of the land. I loosen the hearts of men that you are rising and the enemies are scattered, that we are being filled with the spirit of wisdom. We're being filled with the spirit of righteousness and we're being filled with the spirit of light. I say our lamps are lit and we are giving off light from heaven. We're giving off light from you, Father. You are light. You are the God of light. You are a spirit who is full, radiant, vibrant, in essence, you are pure light. We reflect our father. We look like you, daddy God. We look like our big brother, Yeshua, and we look like Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, thank you for dwelling in us. Thank you for living in us. Thank you for being in us, as the word says. Praying from Revelation chapter 3, verses 15 through 22. Yeshua says, I know your deeds that you are neither cold, invigorating, refreshing, nor hot, healing, therapeutic. I wish that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, spiritually useless and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth, rejecting you with disgust. Because you say I am rich and have prospered and grown wealthy and have need of nothing. And you do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked without hope and in great need. I counsel you to buy from me gold that has been heated, red hot and refined by fire so that you may become truly rich in white clothes representing righteousness to clothe yourself that the shame of your nakedness will not be seen. Healing self to put on your eyes so that you may see those whom I dearly and tenderly love. I rebuke and discipline, showing them their fault and instructing them. So be enthusiastic to repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your sinful behavior. Seek God's will. Behold, I stand at the door of the church and continually knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, restore him and he with me. He who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the son of God, I will grant to him the privilege to sit beside me on my throne as I also overcame and sit down beside my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the spirit says to the churches. Father, right now, I decree that the church in America hears that you're raising up a remnant I'm speaking to the remnant right now. I'm speaking to those ones that you cut short in the time of Gideon and you had 300. I'm speaking to those mighty men and women of valor with the spirit inside of them to hear what the spirit of the sovereign Lord God Almighty 
over everything is saying to us this hour in this nation. I say, hear the spirit's call. Daddy God, I stand in the gap on behalf of the people of this nation. And I confess we have been wrong. We have been slothful. We have abandoned you. We have thought we were rich. We have gotten spiritually fat like Eli. We have gotten satisfied with meat and potatoes and the bread of the earth rather than the dew of heaven. We have sought mammon. We have sought earthly riches and wealth. We have sought the approval of man and of each other. And we have become spiritually dull and useless rather than spiritually sound, sharp tools used as weapons in your hand. As Ephesians 3.10 says, against the enemies of dark, we have failed, Daddy God. Abba. Just judge, we have failed here in this nation as your sons and daughters. But, oh, Father, your word is sure with redemption. Yeshua has spoken. And he says, if you will repent and you will acknowledge. So, Father, right now, I confess and I acknowledge our need that we are blind and have been blind. But we see because the spirit has placed sound light in us and restored us. We buy from you. I ask that you would release the spirit of counsel in your sons and daughters in this nation, that you would release the spirit of counsel in this land, according to Isaiah 11, 2, according to Revelation 1 and 2, the spirits that are in your hand, Jesus, release the spirit of counsel to your church, that we would truly know how to sit in your council room, how to sit in your chambers, how to inquire of your beauty, as David said in Psalms. Let us counsel from you rather than counseling from each other, rather than counseling from the men of the earth, rather than counseling from demons, rather than counseling from our flesh. I confess we have counseled from improper, immoral and wrong sources. I announce and I decide today this nation is shifting. I see it now in the spirit. I see us being formed as an arrow and shooting up. And Father, what goes up must come down. I thank you for the response. I thank you for the healing salve you've put on us. I thank you for rebuking us and showing us our faults, us coming face to face with you, Jesus, seeing you eye to eye as we are in a mirror image being transformed into your likeness. Thank you for transforming us. I enthusiastically repent and I decide that we're changing. I decree we are changing. We're changing as we renew our mind with your word. With your word, Father, let this nation return, a return, a return. I decree a return from the north, from the south, from the east and the west. I decree a return. Let the winds of change blow and let there be a returning to the principles and precepts, foundational things and word of God. Let there be a lovesickness between your sons 
and daughters with you, Daddy God. Let us return to our first love. Let us return to the organizational pillars and foundations, the principles in this nation that we are rooted and grounded. We're cemented in the love of Yeshua. You are the head of this nation, Yeshua. I decree you are the principality of this nation, Yeshua. I decree Yeshua, you are the principality of this nation. And because we're seeking you continually, you're knocking. Thank you for knocking on the doors of this nation. And Father, I invite you in. I invite you in from the east. And I say as you come in from the east that you will go to the west and that you will travel up and you will come down, Father, north and south, that you will be known. The Son of God, the Son of Man, born of a Virgin Mary, Immaculate Conception, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus who came, Jesus who was and is and is to come, Jesus who died and resurrected and who was ascended. You are the God of this nation. Father, I say your sons and daughters hear the spirit call. Your sons and daughters hear. We hear you. Thank you, Father, for restoring us. Thank you for restoring us back to wholeness in the name of Jesus. And lastly, I want to pray scripture. Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 21. This is in reference to birthright. It's also in reference to wisdom. Verse 6, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to use them accordingly. If someone has the gift of prophecy, let him speak a new message from God to his people in proportion to faith possessed. If service and act of serving or he who teaches in the act of teaching or he who encourages in the act of encouragement, he who gives with generosity, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy in caring for others with cheerfulness. Love is to be sincere and active, the real thing without guile and hypocrisy. Hate what is evil, detest all ungodliness, do not tolerate wickedness, hold on tightly to what is good, be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly love. As members of one family, give preference to one another in honor, never lagging behind in diligence, aglow in the spirit, enthusiastically serving the Lord, constantly rejoicing in hope because our confidence is in Christ. Steadfast and patient in distress, devoted to prayer, continually seeking wisdom, guidance, and strength, contributing to the needs of God's people, pursuing the practice of hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, who cause harm or hardship. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, sharing others' joy, and weep with those who weep, sharing others' grief. Live in harmony with one another and do not be haughty, conceited, self-important, exclusive, but associate with humble people, those with a realistic self-view. Do not overestimate yourself. Never repay anyone evil for evil. Take thought for what is right and gracious and proper in the sight of everyone. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave the way open for God's wrath and his judicial righteousness. 
for it is written in scripture, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome and conquered by evil, but overcome evil with good. I decree by the sound of my voice that the waters surrounding this nation that you stand to attention. I decree a cleansing of the waters. I decree a troubling of the waters in the the circumference of this nation in every place where there is water in this nation. I decree a troubling of the waters. Father, your word says in the gospel of John that the angels went when the waters were troubled and troubled the waters and the people were able to be healed. Father, I thank you that there is a healing that is coming to this nation. There is a healing anointing that is coming. There is a miracle working anointing that is coming in your people. And right now I speak to the waters and I say, be cleansed. According to the second day of creation, the father called you forward and purposed you and gave you destiny and gave you orders. I speak to you with the authority according to Genesis the second principle, the second day of creation. And I say to you, waters, remember your purpose and remember your destiny and serve your creator and master Yahweh, Elohim. Father, I ask that the angels who trouble the waters be loosed right now in the name of Jesus. I send them forward and I thank you, Father, that there is healing and there is miracles and there is signs and wonders all for your glory. Now, Father, raise up in your sons and daughters the ability to witness this and to see this, to spiritually, supernaturally be aware of what you're doing this hour and for us to be sent and go. And I say right now, according to Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 21, that it's not about us, as you told Israel, Father. You said, Israel, you're not the mightiest nation. You're not the largest nation, but I am causing you to be the greatest so that these other nations and you will know it is no one else but me. Father, that we will know here in this nation, it's no one else but you, Yahweh, El Gabor, mighty God, who's moving mightily in us through your people in this nation. It is you. We will give you glory. We will weep with each other. We will share with each other. We will not associate with those who are conceited, self-important, and exclusive. We will be in harmony with one another. We will not estimate ourselves in abundance, thinking we're better than others. We will not repay evil for evil or seek vengeance. I decree America will be known as a nation of peace with its neighboring countries and neighboring entities that as long as it depends on us, as long, that's what your word says, it depends on us, we will seek peace and pursue it. That is what is known as a fruit of the spirit. And Father, I say the fruit of the spirit is grown here in this nation. We are a nation of love. We are a nation of peace. We are a nation of patience. We are a nation of kindness. We are a nation of meekness. We're a nation of gentleness. We are these things because you say we are. Holy Spirit, I loose you from the north, the south, the east, and the west to grow and plant your fruit and to uproot every demonic 
nefarious, unjust, and immoral throne, immoral seat that has disseminated and infiltrated in this nation. I pluck you up right now with the strong right hand of Yahweh and I cast you into the pits of hell and I curse the ground that has opened up to receive you and I say it shall not open up and you shall not return in the name of Jesus for what's been planted and what has supplanted and surpassed you is the fruit of the spirit of almighty God. I decree we here in this nation will contribute to the needs of each other. We will not forsake to help each other and those in need. We will be a hospitable people. It will be earmarked this year. We are a hospitable people that we will not turn away. Those in need we will be welcoming, we'll be inviting, we will change and shift the atmosphere with hospitality, I decree it, and it shall be no other way. We will go forward in strength and might with diligence. We will not lag behind. I bind the spirit of procrastination. I serve you notice the spirit of slothfulness. I speak to you principality of hopelessness, and I say you terrorize and plague this nation, but oh, there's one greater, and he is sovereign, and he has set down here in this nation. His name is Yeshua. Father, I ask that you would issue your angels of encouragement, that you would issue your angels of creativity, that you would issue your angels of wisdom. I ask, Father God, that you would send your angels to give dreams and give inspiration and give creativity where we have lost hope. Loose restoration right now from heaven. I decree it as it already is in heaven. I pull it right now into earth. Father, I ask and plant it in your heart that we would be loved and it is active. Father, it's not dead. It's not burnt out. It's not dry. It's not dull. It's not a thing of the past. It's not a thing of centuries past. It's a thing of now. America, your church, your people, your sons, your daughters will be earmarked by sincere, active love without guile and hypocrisy that we will detest evil. And we will truly know what evil is. We won't call things evil that aren't evil. We will have your perspective, your eyes, and we will be united as one. Father, you're separating. I'm speaking to the remnant. I'm speaking to the elect. I'm speaking to the reserved, as you said to Isaiah in 1 Kings 19. I'm speaking to these ones, Father. We will not repay evil for evil and we will rightly distinguish and discern by the spirit of wisdom. I loose, I ask for the spirit of wisdom according to Proverbs 8 and according to Isaiah chapter 2. Let the spirit of wisdom come down now on those seeking wisdom according to Proverbs chapter 2 verses 2 through 3. Those who are standing and crying out for wisdom and discretion and understanding and divine intelligence according to James chapter one, the principle, the promise, Father, you say, if you stand asking for wisdom, you liberally give it. So, Father, we receive it. We receive it. We receive it. I receive it on behalf of this nation and I freely disperse it and loose it. I say, spirit of wisdom, be loosed right now and manifest in this nation. Father, let us understand family. Let us understand covenant according to Romans 12, 10 to be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly love and affection to prefer one another over ourselves. Father, according to Romans chapter 
12, verse 11, that we would be aglow, that we would be lit with the spirit, in the spirit, not in the flesh. We deny the flesh. We discipline the flesh according to Galatians. And we submit ourselves to you, Yahweh. We submit ourselves to you according to 1 Peter. We submit ourselves to you, Daddy God, and we resist Satan. And I command you to flee. Father, let the roar from the tribe of the line of Judah, let that roar be the only roar that we heed and respond to. Let us understand that roar and get in order. Your word says in John, Father, the sheep know the shepherd. The sheep know the shepherd. The sheep know the shepherd. I decree we will will accurately know the voice of the shepherd, the good shepherd of the sheep, and we will serve notice to the hirelings and to the wolves and to the hyenas and to the jackals and to the wild dogs, to the alligators, to the demonic serpents, to every demonic animal in the spirit and entity in the spirit, we will be able to detect, to discern by the spirit of wisdom, and we will have strategy on how to discipline. Thank you for dominion. Father, this is what you're teaching us in Romans 12. We grow in dominion, in power, in authority, As we practice authentic love, devotion to one another, prayer, giving. Father, I bless and do not curse those who have hurt us in this nation. I bless and do not curse our enemies, Father. And I speak to the demonic entities surrounding this nation. The waters are still risen. The waters are heeding the command of the Son of God. And now I say waters smash from the north, from the south, from the east and the west. Smash the demonic entities who have acted like giants and hawks in the sky, watching to see who they may devour. And the lion who is roaming Satan, seeking whom he may devour. The demons who've built citadels on the waters, thinking it's theirs to possess. Father, you created the waters. Thank you for purifying the waters. Thank you for troubling the waters. Thank you that you have done this for your glory. Now, Father, according to Romans 12, verses 6 through 8, raise up these gifts, these designs in your sons. May they be evident. May they come to life in a brand new way, unlike they've never done in times past in this new hour, in this new season, that we would truly understand who we are in you. Father, thank you for listening. Your word says you answer the cry. The word says from the psalmist David, I love the Lord for he heard my cry and he came, he heard from heaven, he bent down, he bent and moved the clouds from heaven. Thank you, Father, for listening. Father, you cannot deny a contrite spirit. You cannot deny a, a truly sincere, repentant heart. Thank you, Father, for sending your angels and I thank you, Yeshua. You, you have the antidote. You've done it. You've won. You sent the appropriate reigning archangels and those along with them and their armies. You know the names. Holy Spirit, by your power, I ask for the revelation and the intel on these names outside of turning point and tipping point. But thank you for dealing with ruling demonic entities in this world, turning point and tipping point. And Yeshua, thank you for defeating mammon. 
Thank you for defeating the spirit of error. And thank you for planting in us, in this nation, in your church, the spirit of truth and the spirit of light. We love you, Daddy God. We love you in this nation. We turn back to you, Daddy God. We say we want you in this nation. We say, Spirit of Yahweh, blow fresh on every part, cavern, crevice, every successful part, every unsuccessful part, breath of God, blow in this nation in the name of Jesus.